Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington Jr. Today, Philip talks about how financial systems are built. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All righty, we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple. And today we are talking about how financial systems are built. And I'm going to give you the, the blueprint to the theme to understand pretty much anything in life is everything operates energetically like energy, uh, which is like it all works the same. Every organization, every organism, Every system, every blockchain, every internet is built up the same way. And once you just follow the template and just and then just reapply it to the new system you're trying to understand. But the 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 foundation of every system, especially finance, is trust. Trust is the foundation, right? And then you have the interaction of the Trinity, right? And the Trinity being like uh, in in finance, it's savers, entrepreneurs, consumers, or you might say like the power source, the life source, same thing, the the conduit, right, which is the entrepreneur that that uh, um, that does the miracles and then provides the experience for society, which are the goods and services they want. So savers, which is the power source, that's the money, entrepreneurs, and then the consumers. The consumers are the ones that get to enjoy the benefits of society. And we all play, we can all play all roles, right, or multiple roles. Um, it's not a singular um, person that, that that plays a specific role, but those are the three uh, three conduits of a financial system. It's the saver, the entrepreneur, the consumers. So savers, as I mentioned, supply the money uh, for the system. Uh, the entrepreneurs take ideas, combine it with money, and create goods and services that consumers are looking for. And again, the consumers uh, get to enjoy it. And so uh, at the you know at the core of of every financial system is uh, trust centers, right? The you know in 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 galaxies we have suns, uh, atoms have neutrons, um, you know bodies have the heart uh, and the mind. Um, the mind has neurons. Computers have chips, right? I think you're getting my point. The point is, the the center of the financial system is 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 a, is a trust center, right? And that can, and that's 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 typically at least for our generation, for our societal memory, has been banks for the most part. But they, you know, they used to be elders, uh, you know. Then they were uh, goldsmiths, uh, um, which goldsmiths were like when we used to trade with gold. Like so, so it was elders when we were like in small villages. And we had trust because we knew everybody, and so the elders were kind of like the, the the moral guidance, the trust center that helped money flow properly. And then as society got bigger, we had the trade uh, with strangers. We would have like we used gold because it was scarce, limited. Blah blah blah. Read any book on gold, you'll get it. But we used gold, um, and because because gold was not manipulatable, uh, uh, 
because you can weigh it, test it, look at it. So we would do gold. But then if you were traveling far distances, then you couldn't take big blocks of gold and buy and do big, big business uh, because you might get robbed or just whatever. So you would have a, glo- a gold smith where you would place your gold and then they would like give you paper notes back to say, hey, this person's giving us so much gold. You take this and we'll deliver the gold to you. Uh, you know, with our protected caravan of soldiers, um, you know, to settle up from town to town. And so then so then that evolved into banks, right? Insurance companies came to be, uh, fund managers, VCs, wealth managers, etc. Like these are, uh, trust centers are uh, the organizations or people in society that people trust with their money. So, so that the savers say, hey, listen, uh, you know, these trust centers uh, have a better information flow and a better understanding of like where society is going and where money needs to be efficiently distributed. And so I'm going to trust them with that. I'm going to pay a fee, right? And they're going to give me a uh, decent, safe return on my money, right? Over time, right? So, so, but banks in recent history are the, the biggest uh, centers of, 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 of savings, um, because they hold most of the deposits, right? And so just for now, forget about central banks and individual banks and regional banks. That's that's going to complicate the conversation. Just just know that like banks are the center of, of money flowing through society uh, for us uh, currently. And so what happens when a, uh, uh, where we are today in the world is like the world has too much debt or basically too much money has been, l- uh, lent, lent out, uh, um, and when that happens, it's like um, going back to uh, everything being like an organism, right? You know, bankers don't have to get in a gathering together and decide that they don't want to lend out. They 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 all spontaneously do it based on processing information. So when they look out and they go, "Oh, we have like J.P. Morgan, for example." Because they're like one of the big banks, and and most of the most of the deposits are in the biggest banks. So J.P. Morgan looks out and they go, "We have all these deposits, and we need to lend it out, but there's not enough places to lend." Because J.P. Morgan can't lend. J.P. Morgan lending to somebody buying a house for three hundred thousand is not going to move the needle on the deposits they have, you know, to lend out. Right? They need to like loan to countries. Right and big corporations, and but but countries are heavily in debt. Big corporations are heavily in debt. Right, two thousand eight was the example of big banks, uh, big banks for a long time not having places to lend, so they lent irresponsibly, and then and then that blew up the system. Right, I, I think of it like a, uh, like if it's a, if it's a big ship, it can navigate through the ocean pretty well, but then when the uh, water dries up, and they're like, "Well, man, we gotta t- we gotta take this cargo somewhere." And they try to like drive that big old cruise ship through like a small river or a stream. It like fucks, it messes messes things up. Trying not to trying not to uh, drop foul language if you have your kids listening, but it's okay, Steve. You can keep that in there. But it can uh it, uh it'll um uh. It'll, it'll mess it up. So that was 2008 where the banks tried to run their big cruise ship to like a small stream and it like messed things up, right? So now what's happening currently is the regional banks, 
right? They, the government put restrictions and everything up to make sure that the they basically put up signs that said, "Hey, big banks, you can't go through these small rivers, right? You stay your big stuff in, you know, in the big land, and if and if that means you can't move a lot, then you can't move a lot. You just got to wait for the water to come, you know, wait wait for the tide to come back in, right? Wait for the ocean to, because the ocean of money ebbs and flows, meaning like as debt gets paid off over a fifty year turn, the big banks will be able to invest money. More, but that just takes time, right? Because it took 50 years to run up the debt, take 50 years to get rid of the debt, whether it's inflated or whatever. But in the meantime, you have the regional banks that are that were doing most of the lending, right? They stepped in and they're like, well, look, we can move through the streams, right? We can, we can, we can move through here. So they moved their little boats through there until they got to until their water evaporated and they got to smaller streams, right? And so then that, so this is the current situation that we're in. Is those smaller regional banks trying to run their boat, you know, irresponsibly through a smaller stream, right? So ocean, river, now we're at streams. And so uh, what's also simultaneously happening, and this is why uh, systems get rebuilt, is you always have like new streams going out, right? New streams are, are, are being formed going out. And that's what crypto is. That's what, um, you know, in uh, I've done plenty of episodes on like the foundational asset, the, the system being rebuilt again with Bitcoin being the gold, right? And then all other um, credit stacks or money stacks um, from a risk standpoint being built um, on top of that. So the system will get rebuilt all over again. And if you look at our current system, I mean, it took, I don't know when, I don't have the time frame for when, you know, gold was like back in banks and goldsmiths and all that kind of stuff because this is like a long period of time. But, you know, banks are 500-ish years old in, the, in how we understand it today. So this system takes time, takes time to be well. But there were bankers making cash 500 years ago, right, when it started. Like the Medici's and, and all those families, they're making cash. So, like, you're going to see a lot of people, from my perspective, in this generation make crazy cash by being the financiers of the new system. So that's why it's important to understand it because everybody's looking backwards and going, the way it worked is the way it's going to go work. I say, well, if you understand systems, then you can understand that this system is 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 finished. There's too much debt. You can't you can't defy the laws of nature. Uh, there's the big banks are not going to lend out because they did it irresponsibly at a big level. They you know they uh, you know, uh, another way to look at it is uh, uh, if you're invested in a neighborhood that all the homes combined are worth $10 million and you have $100 million and you need to buy some real estate and this is your only option, there's just nothing you can do. Because you, I mean, you, you, can, you can buy all $10 million, right? But now you got $90 million you can't do anything with. That's the current system that we're in. And so like a new neighborhood or a new system is being built uh, outside of that. And so that's what's going on, right? That's the simple version of what we're going through right now that I feel like I can get. Let me make sure I didn't miss anything on my notes. But um, but yeah, the most important part is like uh, there's always new rivers and streams uh, flowing out. Uh, and and don't and, and and I'm simplifying it because money can also be shares and companies, right? All that kind of stuff. This is why Web three companies are are good places to put money. But it's all of it is centering around this new system that's being built using crypto, artificial intelligence, all those kind of things that. Um, it's kind of like a requirement for you to understand if you want to live, work, and play 
uh, at some level of, 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 of financial freedom in this new economy. So hope this helps. Until next week, y'all enjoy your weekend. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.